All right, one take. That's all we're doing. It is almost 11 o'clock on a school night. I'm so we got tired. bedtimes, bro. Oh we got lights out as soon. Let's do this episode. <laughs> here's, here's what just happened, all right? We recorded a whole 15-minute episode about something. 11 minutes, dude. Don't get too ahead of yourself. It was 11 minutes. You exaggerate so they feel a little bit of... <laughs> God damn it. We recorded a whole 15-minute episode. And it was on a topic that we are not about to talk about. It was about metrosexuality. We talked about what it means to be metro. Does that sound interesting to you guys? Because turns out, it's not. <laughs> we couldn't even listen back to it without getting bored. We listened it was to terrible. It. We listened to it and immediately deleted the whole file because we were like, this is just not something people are going to want to listen to. Right. And so then we started having a conversation about how the episode has no purpose. It's just there for the, for the sake of being there. So then we started talking about, should art have a purpose? Because we were talking about, like, does this podcast need to have a purpose? And because it's a form of art. Of course, yes, dude. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're artists right now. We're, we're creative types. That's us. We're so, we're so metro. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> the greatest crossover in podcast episode history. <laughs> feel that we kind of want to give this podcast a like a healthy good positive message at the end of every episode even if it's a cliche we want to end every podcast episode with a message because in our opinions that's what kind of drives the podcast and makes it makes it an actual art piece versus just a collection of words that all run after each other yeah because at the end of the day Remember how we said last podcast episode, but we're not qualified to say anything. We're still not qualified to say anything. But not much has changed. But I feel like there should be some value out of what we're saying, regardless of what what the message is specifically that we're delivering. There should be something somebody takes away from it, right? Because otherwise, why are you listening to us? Yeah, and, and why are we doing? And this? Why are you listening to us? But also. <laughs> If you if you are somehow if you've stumbled upon this on accident, we do want to make it worth your while, or at least do our best to try. Yeah. So that led us to this new topic that both of us are just gonna do in one take, stream of conscious, art with a purpose. We have no notes, there's no bullet points, nothing written down, nothing planned out. This wasn't even on our list of topics that we were thinking about topping talking about. But here we are. Absolute uh, one take, as much as it gets. So, let's talk about something. How do? You, what do you feel about art with a purpose? Well, Rich? this is what this is what we were talking about before in terms of our podcast not having a purpose. We compared it to. Pranav was like, if our podcast doesn't have a purpose, then it's just a Transformers movie. <laughs> 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 Which is so true because. Think about a Transformers movie. You've seen it. You've seen it three, four times on TV because they just put it on TV. You've seen all five fucking sequels. <laughs> There's five? <laughs> There's so many, dude. <laughs> but at the end, what the hell did those movies give you? What are they supposed to tell you? Or like, what sort of purpose or message or positive thing is it supposed to give you? Right. Because you just, you just show up and see a bunch of like cool cars and robots fighting and Megan Fox, but like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a Michael Bay budget, so 
Yeah. We gotta. We what gotta would we do actually with make Michael good content? <laughs> <laughs> actually make a good content. See, that's the thing. Michael Bay has such a big budget and still fails to deliver a message. Right. And um, there are people who do that in all sorts of forms of art. And uh, Drake comes to mind. Oh God. Oh, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna save that for another tiger. episode. <laughs> <laughs> because okay, art in general, what we're talking about is not just art in terms of what you hang on the wall it's art in terms of music fashion movies podcasts anything else we'll talk about we'll talk about architecture later but architecture that's, that's too, one that we're right. both pretty excited to talk about we'll right we'll get some more thoughts in the air first before we're ready to move to that so about a week ago pranav and i saw wreck it ralph pranav had never seen wreck it ralph great. before absolutely great movie <laughs> okay listen rich based a studio project off regular ralph once and i clowned him for it everybody did i still think it's pretty stupid but that is a good movie bro that's all i gotta say about that okay off the record here pranav definitely shed a tear easily I, dude no tears were shed no no <laughs> tears were shed bro but it was such a good movie why? Why was it a good movie? See, okay, Wreck-It Ralph, the thing is, it had a bunch of these themes, like, you know, being yourself, you don't need a medal to be a good guy, all this, like, you you define yourself, go against your programming, all this stuff, and these are all, like, super, super cliche messages, but if those messages weren't there, it would just be a bunch of video game characters talking to each other, and, and nobody wants to see that. Okay, but why don't people just want to see video game characters talking to each other? Why would that not be fulfilling of that movie? I think, and this is just me talking about stuff spur of the moment here, but I think you always want to relate it back to your life and you always want to like, you know, like feel like this applies to you. You've got this like level of control over your life and, and just overall feel like you took something away from that movie. So it wasn't just like, it wasn't just a two hour waste of your life. And that's like, that's what gives art purpose. Cause you want to like absorb it and you want to like gain something from it. I think that's a good point in terms of you want to have some sort of a connection with yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Seeing, that's what it is. Hearing whatever it is, whether right? It's, you know, whether it's this podcast and all the things we talked about last episode. If anyone struck a chord with that, that's some sort of a connection. But Wreck It Ralph had a connection on all kinds of levels. Like definitely the message that you're talking about in terms of you can be a good guy even if you're a bad guy. You can you can achieve whatever you want to as long as you you know put your mind to it. All these different messages that often are found in a lot of Disney movies. Which is, like, their big idea, I guess. And the disproportionately sized characters helped a lot. That was, <laughs> that was a vibe. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good, though. Like, remember the part in the very beginning where all the bad guys are in the room, and they all chant the one thing. They're like, bad guys are good. Even though we're bad guys, we are still bad, and that's good. Like, they have, Man. they found their purpose as in what they do, and they're trying to spread that message to everyone else, too. Wow, we got, I didn't realize we had the number one Wreck-It Ralph fan in the building. Dude. <laughs> we talked about this movie way too so much. I'm sorry. Times. I'm sorry, guys. We gotta move on. <laughs> Any Disney movie, though. Any Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, movie. Disney, Pixar. Like, that's why, that's why they're so as successful as they are, because they, they can really capitalize off these messages, and however, mm-hmm. however cliche they may be, it's like, it's what we want to hear, it's what we want to resonate with, so it's, uh... In, in both of our opinions, I think it's it's very, very important for art to have a purpose. In fact, I might even... Okay, this, this is kind of a hot take, so like check me if I'm wrong. But I might even say that I wouldn't even consider art without a purpose art. Shit. Yeah, that was, that was like... 
That was this. That was the saying of the the whole podcast. Taking all taking shots right now, and I like I totally could be wrong about that, and I totally could wake up the next morning and be like, See, no, you that can't was be stupid, wrong but... about an opinion. If that's your opinion, then you're absolutely correct. Okay, but I could wake up the next morning and be like, that's a bad opinion. But, um, <laughs> for now, could. we're riding with it. So uh, one take. Let's get it. One take. It's true. I think it's true. I'm on. I'm on your. You think? Gekum about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> This probably be, won't be the last time you hear one of us say that, but if if we if we say Gekium, then we mean like I'm on the same I'm on the same like mind wave level as you. Mind wave there's, level. There's like there's nice. a lot <laughs> lot of lot of explanation that goes behind that, but we're not gonna worry about it right now. For for right now, just use your context clues, take it for what it's worth, and move on. If we're still talking about if we're still keeping in the realm of movies right now, there's definitely movies that that start with that concept of we want to spread a message we want to spread a purpose as their first starting block and off of that they go off like pursuit of happiness oh yeah all kinds of movies that have that first uh idea that we talk a little bit more about that because i think pursuit of happiness i know that's your favorite movie of all time and i think uh as far as the whole like art with a purpose theme there are very few movies in my opinion that can capture that better than pursuit of happiness. So why don't you why don't you talk a little bit about that and how how the pursuit of happiness is kind of like a precedent that does it so successfully? Well, it's not just pursuit of happiness. We can we can talk about how pursuit of happiness easily has those screen capture moments where you see on you know meme pages and Instagram accounts and everything that has you know the Will Smith basketball scene where he's talking to Jaden and oh, you know he's telling him like do it no, don't don't let, and, uh, don't let anybody tell you you can't do something and yeah you know there's those moments that you you're watching it and then it just like makes your heart stop for a second or you know it really really strikes a chord with something you're doing in life whether you're actually finding it hard in that time of your life or that's just a message that you find inspiring and positive and something that you want to uphold true to yourself i think part of what they do is they take these situations and they bring it to the absolute extremity of it like hearing hearing that from your own dad like i can't imagine how many kids like want to hear that from their Mm -hmm. own dads or imagine hearing it from their own dads and the fact that uh pursuit of happiness takes this like this fantasy that i'm sure a lot of people have thought about and puts it into into a reality the same thing with the whole like sleeping in the bathroom the dinosaur scene oh god like see that's the thing though that's that's they're showing this whole concept of here's a message that is being spread from a father to a son right in this movie which is actually a, a true story right but then there's this whole idea of there are these messages and positive uh, you know memos spread to us not only from from forms of art but actually from our parents from our teachers from our from our friends from whoever else that surround us they obviously give us these messages and and um, uh, these purposeful you know meaningful bits of life information but when we see these same bits of information thrown thrown into art that's when it i feel like that's when it actually means something to us you know yeah totally totally whether whether it's lyrics whether it's uh uh, a movie quote anything of the sort i think when it's put into art it speaks to us in a completely different way definitely because it's just generated in a way that makes us want to absorb it more want to relate to it more and i think Mm -hmm. i think that's something really special so that being said, here's the here's the tough question that to be honest, I haven't thought a lot about myself, but how do you think that art can have a purpose through architecture? Well, the thing is I think there's a lot of a lot of architecture or the, in the realm of architecture that people don't necessarily notice 
or definitely you know grasp onto at first architecture is literally all around us and this is going to sound very cliche to those people who are architects and architecture students and most importantly our friends but yeah sorry guys <laughs> architecture is definitely all around us and has a purpose in every which way possible and it impacts our lives in significant ways and we don't we don't realize it right because it's, it's literally the spaces that we we do most of our everyday activities in yeah it's the spaces that we take up the spaces that we literally live life in and then it can also be you know strewn down to the details of how how wide are the stairs that you climb up every day how right. how long does it take you to get up those stairs how wide are these hallways can you fit your couch through that hallway when you're moving into an apartment how big it's, is your bedroom how for, big is your bedroom? for those of you who don't know i basically live in a closet so. <laughs> but <laughs> but we're recording in a very nice living room and it's you know it's big enough where we can feel comfortable and there's just little details that architecture has that makes a difference in our lives and makes us feel the way we feel without us noticing. Right. So one thing I think is that great architecture usually will come, will try and like bring you a purpose and make you make you feel a specific way without you even knowing that the architecture is contributing to it. Like uh, one of my one of my friends who is not religious visited Notre Dame, and I remember, bef- you know, before it burned down, obviously. Rest but um, peace. yeah, for real. Um, but anyways, I remember him telling me like he's he's not religious, but like Notre Dame like made him feel God or it's like something something along those lines, and mm-hmm. and I just remember thinking like that's that's so so powerful, and it sucks that I'll I'll never get to experience that because because uh, it burned down. But um. <laughs> I think I can kind of relate to that. When I was at Notre Dame, I felt a, a very similar way. And also when I was in uh, Mexico City, there's a cathedral in downtown. And that cathedral also made me feel very, like, ethereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's definitely spaces around the world that are designed by famous architects and not so famous architects. But they they had this notion of here's the, here's the experience I want you to feel yeah. when you're in the space. And that's the purpose of architecture. That is where they so, throw yeah, in that purpose. In, they're like, I don't want to say that's the purpose of architecture because architecture is like a science as well as an art. So it also exists to like, you know, mm-hmm. keep a roof over your head and stuff. But um, architecture that is comparable to art or like good art is, is like, like those churches and stuff that make mm-hmm. you that make you feel some sort of emotion or convey some sort of message without you even knowing it. And there's all there's obviously architecture on the other side of the spectrum that you know just fulfills it's the purely need functional. Of, Here's a housing unit where you live, and it's the basic shelter necessity that we all you know have to have. Uh, going back to art with a purpose. So uh, can you can we think of any other like really really solid examples of art with a purpose that we want to talk about? Well, we can step into the whole umbrella of music. Oh, dude, we're, <laughs> we're saving that for another episode, man. I'm going to be honest. Okay, we can save the whole thing. This is, it's, it's the whole Kanye versus Drake controversy, if we're thinking about it. Like, do you, want, do you want music to actually inspire you and touch you, or do you want hotline bling? Or do you want poopity-poop-poop, scoop-poop? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was deep. But in, in, in the overarching idea is, do you want music that speaks to you, gives you a message, you know, spreads some sort of a purposeful meaning, or do you want music that is just gibberish coming through your headphones? And purposeful, meaningful art doesn't necessarily have to, you know, we, we've talked about movies, now we've talked about architecture, and it definitely extends to music and uh, fashion and whatever else film. exists, but all, film and um Art in general, in terms of fine art or graphic art, also has 
the same sort of purpose and meaning behind it. Not not often uh, seen so easily as movies. You know, in movies you get this quote or you get that screen capture moment where you right. get the meaning of it right away. But art is sort of you I'm, definitely have to digest it a little more, partially right. because it's so static. The uh, the like the journey, the experience, the movement has got to come from you and in your mind and how that right, works. Right, exactly. And, and bridging off of that too, that there's also the concept of how was it done? How was it made? How was it processed right. to get there? You know that right. that part of the story also has a meaning. Definitely. In terms of how do you make it, or like if if an artist just you know takes a pencil and just draws on paper versus an artist that sits there and, and draws a little bit every day or, or paints a little bit every day uses a certain type of paint uses a certain type of oil a certain type of canvas all of these things can add to that purpose or meaning behind the art and that's where you get into the whole discussion of and i don't want to talk about this for too long because this is a loaded one but this is where you get into the discussion of can you separate the art from the artist because had the artist not been going through these experiences he would not have been able to create that art because those those experiences have led to him putting that meaning into his art right that's true. So but, you're essentially you're essentially supporting and condoning these like these experiences that may have been just not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're onto something in terms of who was the one behind this art, right? Or who was the one that you know formulated the idea, came up with a purpose, the meaning? Because if we go back to music for a second, there's a lot of people who follow a certain genre or, or a certain name because of the brand value that the name has created. Definitely. And this is, you know, this could be a whole other episode. We can talk about brand value in terms of names generated, brands generated, but there's a lot of blind following in terms of here's an art form, here's who it's made by, and because of, you know, that, that name behind the art, you tend to follow it more or less. For sure, for And sure. I think a lot of the value of the purpose of that art or... Uh, you know, if, if there's a certain artist who has amazing lyrics and great uh, producers and great quality and everything, but no one's ever heard of them, it takes a second for people to warm up to that idea of here's a new concept in the, in the community, right? And um, this goes back to the same thing. We're talking about Michael Bay, you know, great producer. We all know of him. That's right. the reason that people want to go back and see those movies every time because it doesn't necessarily have to be that, you know, that Transformers uh, series gives you that perfect message of whatever it is they're trying to show but it's that michael bay is on on the back of that movie for sure and for it's sure. that he's got that giant budget and the graphics are great and that's what that's the form of art that those people are going to try to see right so so last probably the last thing i want to talk about and this is going to be a difficult question for the two of us to answer but at but the two of us are very amateur artists you know we we got our foot in the door and things as far as like you know uh architecture music graphic design couple of couple of different uh podcasting actually we can <laughs> we can now add that to the list so that's that's pretty fresh but this is something that i want to ask you rich and this might might catch you off guard but um might might actually be able to bring value to somebody so this might might be one of the more important things we talk about how do you think that you can create art with purpose? What are the steps that you take? I think this goes back to exactly what we we're just talking about in terms of who is behind it. You know, my art's never going to be your art. Your art's never going right. to be my art because everybody has different experiences behind them. Right. So in terms of purpose, I feel like we're all defined by where we come from, what experiences we've gone through, and and how that's... But how do you put those... Like, what are the... Con like, 
I, and this is if you don't you don't have to answer this if you don't want to because it's a hard question. All right, I'll but, just um, say it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are the what are the concrete steps you take to put those experiences into your art? I don't know if I can outline concrete steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's hard, bro. That's on that's on me, bro. Shouldn't but that's ask. the thing. We so we were just talking about uh, Bon Iver, also known as um, Bon Iver. Sure. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just trying to be proper, okay? <laughs> but the way he he makes music, I was just talking. <laughs> okay. I can't do this. God. Okay. Fine. Okay, so what about him? <laughs> the way he, we were just talking about the way he makes music. You know, he the the one of his first albums. Uh, the way he made it was that he just went out into the northern woods of Wisconsin, sat in a cabin for three months, and then made a 12-song album. Right. Which is, like, completely unheard of. You know, who does that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's so much meaning and, like, and purpose in his music that people that people relate to. Yeah. And, and it's not um, like everyone who's listening to the music is also in a three-month hiatus in a cabin. Yeah, song. of course not. You, you, can really, you can feel it through the music. Exactly. And it's that's, that's the thing, though. That's... That's his concrete steps of putting his purpose and meaning and experiences into his music. Definitely. And while that is his, that's definitely not mine. I can't sit in the cabin for three months. And and something else that's kind of crazy is um, art forms, like the meaning in those can also inspire other art forms. Like uh, oh, absolutely. when when What's-His-Name and Ansel Elgort were coming up with uh, how they were going to – the ideas for Baby Driver basically, which is, by the way, one of my favorite movies of all time. Probably probably like top two for me. But anyways, the way the way that they came up with the idea for that movie is they sat down and they didn't, they didn't talk about movie themes at all. They made a playlist of their favorite songs and then lo- wrote the script later just based off that. So that's just – That's wild. Yeah, that's just an example of how uh, different dr- art forms with meaning can drive others. And I think – I think that's when it gets really special when your when your art is so purposeful that it inspires something else. That's that's one of those things that is very prevalent today too because there was that one interview with Pharrell where he's talking about these students who have, you know, all of these these productions of uh, uh tunes and and music that they've come up with, but then his question is I'm sure you have uh some sort of graphic intent with these. And and how the music yeah. directly correlates to some sort of visual backing. For sure, for sure. So I, I totally get what you're saying in terms of bringing the two uh, art forms together. Right. I, I have a question for you, though. In in terms oh, of... Boy. Dude, I've, been, <laughs> I've been asking all the questions, dude, so I'm so, it's so my not turn. ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look how the turntables. <laughs> okay, seriously, though. Do you oh, think man. that... We, we've been talking a lot about purpose and meaning in art, but do you feel like purpose and meaning can be as purposeful and meaningful without the technicalities and quality of art on their own. Do you get what I'm saying in terms of if there's a movie with a specific purpose and a meaning and a, and a very deep story that people are going to relate to, uh, anything of the sort, like uh, Pursuit of Happiness, for example, that, that's a very, very deep meaning. But do you think those kinds of movies can be, can be as purposeful and as meaningful without the quality of production, without the quality of cinematography, the quality of acting, all of these... Uh, added technical aspects of art. I think it goes back to the whole idea. Something that we focus a lot on in architecture school is just it's just mastering your craft, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, 
like if you if you just gave me a random message like just be yourself if i told you to be yourself like that that would not resonate in your mind as much as it would if if it was presented to you in a more entertaining and honestly just technically proficient way and that's uh i just think i just think our minds are wired that way to where we won't consume content unless there's something else surrounding it and packaging it to make it stick in our minds and it, it's for the same reason that we don't usually learn from other people's mistakes the way we learn from our own mistakes is it's just True. gotta it's gotta sink in with you harder it's gotta be it's gotta be an experience that comes to you and if it's not your own experience it's gotta be packaged in a way that you resonate with it so it becomes like similar to your own experience that's a good point yeah I, there definitely needs to be you know both parts of the package together in order to give you that fulfilling meaningful message for sure for sure which makes sense okay but one more question oh no <laughs> We are both fans of the whole uh, Avengers and Marvel right. series, right? Right. And we just saw Endgame. You just saw Endgame like two days ago. I saw a little bit, but yeah. But the thing is that Endgame was a three-hour movie. For sure. And there, would you say where there was a purpose to Endgame? A meaningful message or something that stuck? Like that one thing that you can take away from the movie? I do think that there might not have been one particular message about Endgame, but there definitely were a lot of themes of like, you know, second chances and uh, and healing that I felt like I got from the movie. Um, and those were probably my biggest takeaways from it, but I do feel like in their own way, all of the superhero movies leading up to Endgame had little messages of their own. And mm -hmm. this was kind of like, a really important step in all of those characters story arcs and these are these are characters that we've become invested in at this point so we do we do care about like thor's redemption and hulk like finding hiding finding peace between his two sides and um even if it may not be one like specific intent with avengers i think marvel has been successful enough in creating this multiverse that they're allowed to have this like this epic finale have so many different messages dealing with so many different characters mm -hmm. that we're allowed to focus on because you're not you're not just watching endgame you're watching essentially the sequel to so many different movies that came before right. it starting all not the way only back sequel, with the but almost a Iron finale Man. yeah right 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 yeah and i think that that was the exact point that i'm trying to get to is that it doesn't necessarily need to be one message that you're going after with whatever form of art that you are you know, practicing. It can be a, an amalgamation of things that you are trying to put into this type of art or the way you made it might be the message in and of itself. For sure. And um, for example, Steve Lacey, you know, makes music on his iPhone. And while his music might not have a specific message of its own, while it might just be, uh, you know, run of the mill, alternative rock, whatever it is, it's still the mess. The, the message still comes across as this is an 18 year old kid who's made phone, who's made music on his phone. Definitely. And that's the that's the message behind it. And it's not necessarily one big thing that you have to hit. All right. So we've thrown a lot of examples at you real quick, and I'm sure you're probably sick of our voices by now. So uh we'll we'll get we'll I don't get think close that took to him twenty seven minutes. That definitely took him like <laughs> two. <laughs> Before True. that intro hit there. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like here's the thing, we did this in one take and we For had sure. no idea what we were about to say. Yeah. And I don't know if that went well it or not. It turned out but... very different from our trailer and different from our first episode. But at least at the point of where we're at right now, at the end of this episode, while still recording it, I feel pretty good about it. I don't know about you, but um, 
Let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know if you liked it better or worse, if you like this stream of consciousness, just like kind of kind of vibing off each other. <laughs> <laughs> if you like <laughs> if you like this style of what we're doing right now. But uh, if you hated it, let us know too, because yeah, we'll, we'll change it. And let us know also what you think of this topic and, and give us... Give us your thoughts on, you know, the purposes, the pur- purposeful art, the meaning behind art, how you think that can be incorporated better. Do you think that is even necessary to be art? Yeah, yeah. And if there are any, uh, I guess, like things has made you think about that might make good episodes on their own. Like I know we did talk about um, supporting the artist versus supporting their art True. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so if you think if you think you'd like to hear a little bit about that, I don't know. And and we definitely dipped our toes in a lot of different things we talked about how we were going to do a metrosexuality episode which yeah yeah um, that was on the fence we we dipped our toes i don't know if y'all think you want to hear that but let me give you the answer you don't want to hear that the answer is no (laughs) trust me we've tried you don't want to hear that um but in terms of the other things we talked about music movies uh uh, art we're definitely going to be stepping into those realms a little bit more in the future so stay tuned um, let us know what you think. Hopefully you got something out of this episode in terms of purposeful art, meaningful art. Yep. See you next time. Man, I cannot believe we didn't fuck that up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>